This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of yes. Project BFF, the podcast. <laughs> We're so excited to welcome you back. We hope you enjoyed episodes one and two. And if you haven't, yeah. you got to go back and listen to them. That's true. That's true. So... Terry and I were trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about today, and we decided that what is top of mind right now is the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. We are kind of both in the middle of that process, and it's going to be changing our lives a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So we figured we'd talk about that. So Terry, have you been vaccinated yet? I have, and that I'm... I looking forward, that means I'm only about a week away from it being effective. I got it about a week ago. Yeah. So number two, I got number two a week ago. So um, had the, you know, when it, and again, props to all of the people, you know, the big vaccination sites, the small ones, the process is like, they've got it nailed and in and out in no time at all. Um, and done a lot of reading, like everybody does just Google to see what's going to happen to my body in the next 24 hours. And some, and was as advertised, but, um, so you did have some, you had some after effects after the second, I did, I did. I've seen, you know, friends and family members kind of posting things like, well, so-and-so had aches and chills, but I was fine and whatever. And I did have the aches and chills and the, the, the aches started, it's almost like a timer was set 24 hours after I got the injection. All of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, what's coming? Oh, here it is. So, um, so the aches and chills started mid afternoon and went into that evening and it was kind of, I slept restless sleep and then into the next morning and probably through the middle of the next afternoon. So that's one of the things, you know, of, when you can read something about it, it's a day to two days. So that's about right. That was almost like a day and a half. Um, and then it was just, you know, realizing that, okay, it's passed. I can just get up and continue. Now. Um, so yes. Yeah, so I, and I got my card and I'm keeping my card with my passport. That's the thing that is being talked about a lot now in terms of, you know, everybody, everybody's being advised not to take pictures and post it on social media. Cause remember all of your personal data is on that card too. Yes. Um, so, but putting it with my passport and all the other papers, important papers and things like that. And just to have that. So yes. So I am there. So where are you at with yours? I know you start, you found a place to get the, the shot. Yes. And I am almost half vaxxed. Right. So half I got the first shot. There's full vax and there's half vax. Half vax, half decaf. Uh, exactly. That's what it's 
Um, so I read somewhere that two weeks after your first shot, you're effectively half vaccinated. You're half protected. So uh, I'm not quite there yet. But no, two weeks after your, oh, after the first one. Right. Yes, right. You're sort of yeah. halfway protected. And then yep. two weeks after the second shot, you're, you know, yeah. free to run wild. Yeah. I had a, I want to share this story because I just love the story and I may have already told you so. Okay. But our listeners don't know this story. No. I got my uh, vaccine at a site in Dorchester in Boston, mm-hmm. and I walked from the subway station and a couple blocks away from the subway station, as I was walking along the sidewalk, suddenly next to me on the other side of a fence. So inside somebody's yard was a gigantic, probably three and a half foot tall Tom Turkey. <laughs> Just a foot away from me, looking at me, and he clucked or whatever noise it is a turkey makes. And I was a little taken aback. I I am aware that that there's wildlife throughout the city, and it isn't only rats. But I've never seen a turkey. And there was a gentleman standing on the porch and on the house next door. (laughs) And I sort of looked at him, and I like, is that a turkey? And he said, oh, that's nothing. Turn around. And he pointed across the street and I turned and there were three or four more. Oh, tur- they go in packs. Yep. In the driveway across the street. And I thought, wow, I'm glad I don't see those in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just yeah. scary to see a bird that big. Well, part of it for me is because when I see them when I'm driving, you, if you, when you see one big one venture out into the road, you just kind of stop because the other three or four or whatever aren't far behind. But my immediate thought is that's one tough bird. I don't want to mess with it. If it's surviving in this environment, I don't want to mess with it. Exactly. And they are big enough that I feel like if one of those ran into you, you would tip over. Yeah. Um, So that, so that was my vaccination experience. I saw a turkey. (laughs) turkey. Um, And then when I actually got to the vaccination site, I want to reiterate what you said, which is, you know, thank you to everybody who is involved in setting up these vaccinations. I went to a a rather small site. I think they had maybe space for 12 or 15 vaccinations, Mm -hmm. but it was so smooth from the moment that I walked in to the moment I walked out was probably 18 minutes, which is the 15 minutes that I had to sit afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's how efficient it was. Mm -hmm. And I just felt so aware of all the professionals that I was dealing mm-hmm. with at every stage. Um, so it well, was very I, exciting to, to walk out of that and know that like I had my first, my first vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is and I, I funny to be excited about getting a vaccine, but I guess that's what I know. last year has done to us. Right. I know. Well, I wonder then thinking about how every year we get the flu shot, if this becomes part of the, you know, eventually becomes part of the daily uh, annual rather, you know, heading to CVS or Walgreens to, to get the COVID shot. You know, it it might be, I feel like we're, we're kind of leaning in that direction or, you know, what's so fascinating about this process is that the whole world, we're all living through this process in real time when for the most part, mm-hmm. by the time you hear about you need to get a vaccine for something, it's had years of testing and all of this stuff that we're going oh. through 
has already yeah. been established. Yeah. So we're still trying, you know, the first people, I think the first vaccines were maybe all, almost a year ago. So we're, yeah. still, we're in the middle, we're all in this giant science experiment of figuring mm-hmm. out how long does the original vaccine last and right. do you need booster shots and how often. So I feel like we're, we're just a little bit behind the science. Yeah. Um, but we don't even know yet about booster shots and how often we need to have them. Um, it is something to think about that the pharmaceutical companies that are making them and testing them as we go along is there. You're right. Uh, the normal thing is years and years and years before the vaccine is perfected or is released and administered. But in, I guess in, in layman's terms, it's like, they're just a couple of steps ahead of us right now in terms of the public, in terms of this. So, um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll all, we, and uh, you and I had mentioned too, that when we receive the information um, going in, you get a pamphlet from the, the manufacturer of the vaccine and you're reminded that, yeah, they're still kind of taking a look at this. So we're all contributing to to the to the effectiveness of this yeah we are part of a giant science experiment exactly exactly Which, you know at this point after 15, 14 15 oh. of kind of being locked down yeah you know this feels like the right place for yep. us to be. um yep. and i'm you know i'm really interested in how I'm going to feel different when I'm fully vaxxed, you know, mm-hmm. that's after my, my second shot. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I've done a lot of the reading, like you have, I'm aware of, of what they say it's okay to do. And I'm, I'm looking at you, Dr. Fauci, <laughs> like what he says, he, the things he's willing to do and the things he's not willing to do. Right. Sort of, I'm like, all right, I'm going to kind of stick with, with him. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see just on a personal level, what I feel comfortable doing because, you know, there's no, you're not going to feel different two weeks after your second shot. You're not going to feel invincible. No. Now that it's all said and done for me, not, there's not, I don't feel anything different. Yeah. Anything at all, anything different at all, other than this milestone has been, has been passed. Yes. For, for me, like the first one was the milestone and Mm -hmm. it actually uh, came about rather suddenly. I Uh was eligible for my vaccine and I had an appointment. Uh, I got my vaccine on a Tuesday, had an appointment for Friday, but then I was talking with another provider on Tuesday and they said, Oh, can you come in today? And I decided yes, because sooner felt better than, than waiting even just a few days. Yeah. But making that decision, I started to cry on the phone with the nurse and she was, she was so sweet, but I was just overwhelmed to realize it was happening. Yeah. Yep. But I was, I just realized though, in terms of milestones, the first milestone, we all forget it was finding the appointment and that's still difficult to do that. So there's three milestones, maybe four in the big picture of it, of, you know, not contracting the virus, but getting the schedule. I got it through a friend of mine had just been kind of working all different angles. And I got a text and it's like, here's when you here's your appointment. Nice. So, um, and I've been sharing that source 
with other people repeatedly. So I don't know whether or not it's still, you know, successful, but yeah, the first milestone was actually getting the appointment. So yeah. No, it's true. And it's, it's a shame that the rollout has been so bumpy Yeah, and I imagine to a certain degree, it wasn't going to be any other way given right. what given, we talked about again, how fast everybody had yes. to get up and running millions of people need to get this, you know, and here in Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about my friends in other States, but in Massachusetts there, it wasn't like there was one central um, thing that you sign up for and then you can get it anywhere. It was, you know, my healthcare system offered me an appointment and then another healthcare system that I'm part of offered me Mm -hmm. an appointment. And then I was registered for the mass vaccination sites, um, yeah. the ones where they're giving, you know, five and 7,000 shots in a day. Yep, that's where I went. And so yeah. each one of those I was, I was tracking in that day when I was trying to make my appointment. Uh-huh. And I, I did acknowledge kind of out, out loud to myself, just the fact that I'm technologically savvy and I have internet access was what made it possible for me mm-hmm. to to get those appointments as quickly as I did after I was eligible. Yeah. And I know that that isn't true for everyone. And so I just keep leaning on the fact that the more of us who get vaccinated, the better it is for everybody. Mm -hmm. And maybe we somehow wind up helping the others. It was, um, I had a similar thought when I, cause I went to a convention center in downtown Boston. And so the setup was in one of the exhibition halls. Mm-hmm. So they were rows and rows and rows. It was all numbered. There were people at every, I mean, it, you know, we've already talked about how the process has been amazing, but as I was going down the rope line of the first station, before you went into the, with the exhibit hall, there was an elderly woman with a walker who had a friend or family member helping her. And my thought was how confusing this must be for people just, and what made me think of it was your point about just being technologically savvy and, you know, being able to sit on your phone or sit on your computer and just try to try, try, try and kind of use it as a game. It's like, I'm going to get this. Um, But if somebody doesn't have that help in a friend or a family member to do it, you know, maybe that's the, you know, maybe there's another outreach that makes sure those people are, are, you know, considered but yeah so I thought about the old you know even the speed at which we were going through this the the state the stations that's not what they're accustomed to so yeah so I feel for a lot of people just getting it in general just the process but glad that they're out there getting it yeah I mean the the convention center where you got yours Mm -hmm. I think I heard the capacity was 7,000 shots a day yeah and I went to uh, the Prudential Center, which is the mall that's connected to the Heinz Convention Center Uh the other day, and it was packed. And I realized it was packed because of all the people who had come in to get their vaccine. Oh, you meant like people strolling through and things like that. It It was busier than it's been ever. It was COVID busy. And I think it was actually (laughs) actually pre-COVID busy. And wow. I was shopping in the mall yesterday and one of the shopkeepers said to me, oh yeah, that it's, people are coming, they're shopping after they get vaccinated. And she said, everybody's just really happy. Like oh. everybody's in a good mood because they've just gotten 
either shot one or shot two. Right, right. Oh, and they're discounting parking. I didn't, my first shot, I didn't realize that my second shot, and there's just at the end of the queue, when you're on your way out, the last person you see is handing it you the, the slips to get the discounting parking and the underground garage was packed. But when I got the first one, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, it wasn't that busy down there, but for the second round with more people, um, yes. So yeah, but that's great that the shops are benefiting in, in, from it at a time where they have to open too. <laughs> it's all, it's COVID, the COVID economy now is, is booming. <laughs> a funny side benefit of having the, um, having a mass vaccination site right there connected to a mall. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. That is really, really good. I wonder just how long they'll do all of that. And, you know, I guess they can shut it down and move it, which they did with that one. It had been at Fenway Park in, the, the, in March, but Major League Baseball was starting the season and the Red Sox were due to arrive any day. So they moved it over to the convention center. That would have been fun. I would have had fun going to Fenway to do it. And I would have had fun going to the Patriots Stadium too, but there were no appointments to be had. So um, I know yeah. you just got to, you just got to go where you had an appointment. So yeah, yeah. yeah I hear well, maybe one last question is, you know, are there others that we might, now that we've had the experience, I wonder, you know, talking about people who might not be able to find it, I wonder if it's time for, to just kind of think, all right, use our steps to do it, or maybe help others out with it. Although I'm not quite sure if there's a way to do that, but there might be just sharing the knowledge and maybe talking to people about the experience is helpful. Yeah, I hope it is helpful because I don't know, how much we can help other than, um, you know, helping those we know and love with their appointments. I think there are, I haven't found as many ways to contribute just generally to Mm -hmm. helping people. Mm -hmm. Um, And in Massachusetts, the whole system is opening up on uh, Monday, April 19th. Right. Anybody, I I think over 16, but basically, yeah. You don't, you no longer need to have, be of a certain age or Mm -hmm. have a particular health condition. Now it's going to be open up to everybody. And I'm hoping that, you know, the, there are services to be helping people. I know that Uber is actually um, donating rides to individuals who need to get to their vaccination. Um, So I, when I heard that, I was really impressed with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll hear more of things like that of different businesses and vendors who are are lending their services so that people can get it. I hope so, because given the scale, it feels like individual participation is great, but it feels like we need this bigger ability to help. So, yep. Cool. Literally help your neighbor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Well, congratulations on being halfway there yes congratulations on being all the way there thank you thank you thank you (laughs) all right so um bye everybody we will see you next time bye